When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Crypto Logic Podcast. Today, I have a very, very special guest. He is one of the early pioneers of crypto TikTok, and he goes by the name of Crypto with Leo. How are you doing, my brother? I'm very honored to have you on. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, man. I'm doing very well, man. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. I think we, we discussed earlier, we've, we've been watching each other's content for, mm-hmm. for a good amount of time now, so it's cool that you reached out. Um, I was more than happy to jump on here. Oh, man, I, I, I am very appreciative of you making the time to get on all the way from the UK, too. You know, yeah, man. You know what's funny? When I scheduled, was scheduling the time, I didn't realize how that it was eight hours ahead from where I am. And I'm in Bro, California. It, and I was like, whoa. Crazy. He's in the future. <laughs> You're like living in the future. Bro, yeah, no, it's, it's actually a joke because <laughs> I, I, I didn't have many issues um, prior to actually starting social media. Yeah. I had no issues. I never even had to think about uh time zones or anything like that and now suddenly it's like i'll be jumping on calls i did a podcast a few weeks ago i think you saw it with um yeah. stone John stone yeah uh bro i did that at literally about 11 30 p.m my time so it literally at midnight <laughs> and i was like no nah, the hustle's real we gotta do it man it's it's funny so, wait go ahead sorry no so literally that, that was it i just hadn't had to think yeah, about it before the but, time zone yeah you know. like the, the funny thing the first time the first schedule uh i had created it was I think 9 a.m. for you or 8 a.m. I can't remember. It was 2 a.m. for me. Yeah. And I was like, all right, 2 a.m. I'll be ready. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you te- no. you sent me back a text. You're like, hey, bro, we could do it 4 p.m. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. I was like, bro, literally, because you know what it is. I for me, any I wasn't even thinking of that was that early. That's crazy. I thought it would have been afternoon. But yeah. Clearly, it's the opposite. I'm in front of you. But no, it's because um I basically get like my my, my main work hours are from like 5 a.m. to uh pretty much 2 p.m. Mm. so that's pretty much where i get all my work done i was like oh, i can't do that time sorry man <laughs> yeah Dude, that's so funny so um when i when i first uh followed you i remember we were talking about you were talking about xrp and the lawsuit mm. and everything like that and that's kind of uh one i want to get into before getting into uh talking about um how you started and everything is what are your let me, yeah man the, the, the lawsuits are part of me at this point yeah i've been talking about that for so long now I, I love when you use the simpsons background bro you <laughs> know that classic. is an nft collection yeah it is that's an nft collection they're called the cryptoons i have no affiliation with that <laughs> nft collection i remember when i found it i even have a tiktok of when i first found it i was literally all it was was uh, i did a brief video of me laughing at the whole collection oh my um God. I have no affiliation uh, with it. I ended up buying one myself. Very much, bro. Oh my god, this is the craziest story. I bought that NFT. Yeah, as yeah. a joke, it was Brad Garninghouse. Um, you'll be able to find it in one of my videos. Uh, I bought him for eighty dollars. Um, the most one sold for was at one point two ETH. What? Bro, so I didn't sell like three thousand. I didn't sell. But when was that? Was that peak four K Ethereum? That was. That was when, yeah, they were the popping off. I think somehow the collection, um, the guy, I, I think I spoke to him at once. And this is, I basically used to send him all the videos I made on the collection. <laughs> uh, just was like, bro, I love this collection. He yeah. didn't reply for ages. And then he eventually replied being like, whoa, just seen this. Thank you for the support. Turns out he's actually like an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, and his daughter does the drawings and stuff. What? And they just did something to work. Yeah, it's dope. And I love um, that. basically... <clears throat> somehow he ended up getting like loads of uh, attention from like huge uh youtube creators and twitter uh creators uh twitter whatever you want to call them twitter influencers um and for somehow the collection just popped off not like crazy i don't even think the trading volume's that that insane but the price of the brad garning house was like always the most expensive um i bought it because i was like brad garning house i used to have a joke that um 
I was his basically orphan son in the UK kind of thing. <laughs> so I was like, I've got to get it. Um, and yeah, it went up to like 1.2 ETH. I never sold oh. because I was like, no, I only got it for $18. I, 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 I'm just going to hold it forever. So yeah. yeah. I, do I regret it sometimes? But then I'm like, uh, who, who actually gives a, who, yeah. who cares? It was, it was, it was initially, you initially bought it because you liked the art anyway. You know, and that's just yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool as well. I actually ended up giving uh, giving away a few of them as well because I think I, there was a uh, quite a few. So I, yeah, I give them away in my Discord. One of them was worth like uh, I think at the time like maybe one of them was worth what was it zero point two ETH, mm-hmm. and then another one was worth like zero point one. So yeah, overall collection's been well. I hope they made. I hope those guys sold it, but yeah. I, I didn't. I that's the beautiful thing about NFTs. Like you can really just buy. A project like that because you love the art you love this you just yeah. want to support somebody and then it just blows up it just takes off and you're like whoa <laughs> you know that's bro that's that's literally it yeah, yeah. and and that's like the because i i literally bought that because i liked the collection yeah. i thought it looked dope and, um and obviously it popped off like there's there's not been many nft projects i don't know if we share the same opinion on that but um i think the nft space is in a bit of a it's in a bit of a rut right now no it is it is that's what i was gonna say i was like the purest form of of what nfts and the beauty of it is what you just did was what you did was buying it because man i love this art i'm buying it and there's no thought of yeah. price appreciation the nft in a sense got has a bad narrative people think it's money laundering and schemes and and yeah. uh, influencers and big inf- uh musicians oh artists, it, it is actors. It, that, that that's that part of the space is killing it right now rug pulling their own as in like their own not bands. in a good way but yeah. like it's killing it it's making it look bad yeah. Yes, and they're like they're like yeah, they essentially rug pulling. I'm not a fans. fan of it. Me neither. They they, they like kind of do. Bro, that's literally that's literally what it is, and I've been quite overt about it. Like, um, a lot of these NFT projects are just funding rounds yes. for absolute yep. nothing. Like you're yep. you're funding, um, because at the end of the day, this is what these NFT projects are, and this is some a role that they could play in the future. Is NFT collections are going to be like private funding rounds? You know, instead of going to uh get equity somewhere else mm-hmm. you just do an nft collection and those people are you know from buying an nft yeah. they're going to be taking a share of whatever it is you're developing a lot of the time though like like you saw in my videos like these teams aren't doxxed they oh. have no experience or don't show any just, experience in what they claim to do and they just get a and big name they face say, and they promise all of this yep they get a big name face onto the project have them promote yep. it to their uh fan base and they get paid out, and then they say, "Oh, I'm leaving," or they 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 blame that someone's being toxic, or they blame something. They just leave the project, they exit the project, they take their money and they exit, and then the, yeah. the floor price drops, and you're caught holding. Bro, the back. thing is as well, like, yeah, you got to think like that is not small amount of money either. These people mm-hmm. that are rugging these NFT projects, they're making millions. Bro, yeah, <laughs> it's, hundreds of thousands to millions. It's it's crazy. And it's like you see one every week, every day almost. Um, I've saw Bro, a few. And this, so this, yeah, so that's what they're doing. A lot of NFT projects right now. And I've watched it like you, you, as, as a creator, um, anyone, any viewers will know that obviously we get reached out to by a lot of projects. Um, and I'll know it. And I've spoken on calls with some people. I won't mention any names. And it's just like, you know, that they'll, they'll brief me on an NFT project. And by the way, I never really even look at nft project deals i'm not interested in them same here um same here and bro we're in the same on the same page Mm -hmm. and it's basically like these projects what they do and i've worked out just through being seeing so many um sheets about it and stuff and it's just like they will create a project they will you know somehow it will sell out they'll make a few hundred k um and then it will eventually be rugged it was was a dead project anyway but you know all the people that bought it have got rugged that same team will then go and develop another nft project which bearing in mind to develop an nft project really doesn't cost that much Mm -hmm. especially if you have no intention of actually following through with anything on the roadmap um in fact that's probably the hardest job they have to do is thinking up a new roadmap yeah um and then what they do is they take all that money they made from the last project or maybe 60 percent of it and they have a marketing budget and then all they'll go and do is they'll now go out to all these influencers and they'll say look we've got 150k marketing budget you guys go crazy shield this project and everyone does and then that nft project sells out and suddenly now they've got a couple million and, then, and it's just a rinse and repeat cycle and these, these uh, nft teams mm-hmm. yeah and you know eventually they're going to be attacking the market with uh 
500,000 to a million pound or million dollar uh, marketing budget. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's a oh. disgusting cycle. That's literally where NFTs have, have got to. Yeah. Um, that is majority of projects. And especially the big ones. It's sad because and um, landscapes and marketplaces like OpenSea, they're verifying these projects that are also rugs based off trading volume. So they'll verify them and everyone thinks, like, oh, it's verified. It's a blue check on this yeah. project. It's the safe. Those still get rugged. They don't rug them. They may not yeah. rug them in the first week, first month, but three, four months down the line, out of nowhere, you know what I mean? And and it's just it's like a rinse and repeat method, and and we've seen it over and over again. And we they, it's gotten to the point where now, um, influencers and and all these uh, big name people, they'll say that oh, this is my collection I collection I started, but you know before it was oh, market it. I'm the face of it or I'm a part of it. They gave me my own NFT. Some of them are now saying, oh, I created this because they're getting paid so much money. Like, I created this. Mm. And then they just, hey, you know what? I'm leaving and I'm going to let them take over the project. Like, the only reason why they got in was because Uh, of you. Now you're leaving? (laughs) Like, you you gotta have some you gotta have some respect for your followers if, yeah. you, if you're pulling moves like that. That's, and, that's deep. And they, and they don't even they it's just the money money is the greed is just getting the people and then it's like uh, the Wild Wild West in a sense, right? It's the, the place that there's no regulation in. Oh place. god, yeah, man. You know, you know, you know. There's a lot of things as well. Like I look at the end of the day, I'm never gonna talk bad <coughs> on anyone's hustle. That's why I'll never like yeah uh, mention anyone's name. But it's a whole it's a whole um, field on TikTok now. If it's literally just pages and pages dedicated to um, NFT projects, but realistically, every video that they make is a is a shill. It's just a, oh. an ad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there, there's so much to educate people on in NFTs, yes, but yet you find a new project to talk about and tell people to buy in every video. Do it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's literally like the meme coin era. Remember last year, prior to TikTok releasing, remember, remember, remember they released those articles saying. TikTok oh, bro, is that was banning crazy. crypto content. Remember we that? We thought it was the end. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I was. Just, I remember. I was like, growing. I was just growing. I'm just getting started. Like you know. And I remember. But that bro, was, we work hard for the. We, yeah. I, I, crazy hard, man. It's it was, consistency, yeah. uploading, and then just to be told, you know, your content. Uh, You're like the original, like five crazy. or six that I remember. Five people that blew up past over 100k. Like I remember how. It was you and obviously the other people, like just on on the crypto um, timeline or for you page, right? Yeah. You know how like TikTok, the algorithm shows you what you already liking, what you comment on, yeah, what yeah, you yeah. see, right? So when you, I just want to say, yeah, if, if you're watching this and your timeline on TikTok is just crypto videos, yeah, you're winning. Yes, straight yep. up, yep. you're winning. winning. You're early. You're in the right place. That's the that's where you need to be on TikTok. Like on such a toxic app, you you chose to educate yourself in every video. Shout out yep. to you. Do you know what I mean? It is so cool because anyone can just start content and then blow up overnight, theoretically, right? And bro, hundred percent. I I literally I tell I've told every single one of my friends to start TikTok. Just start talking. Literally, whatever you're you're funny. Just, yeah, just get on TikTok. Skilled. Share your opinion. Yep. And there's like any. I even have a yeah. What's up? What's that? I was going to say, I even have a mate that's an engineer. I was like, bro, just start TikTok. Just start, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's like completely unrelated. <laughs> change your life. Literally change your life uh, yes. and and your goals, right? Whether or not you become a millionaire or successful, start your own business. You can, there's so many things that develop from just starting to showcase your knowledge, your skills, your wit, mm. your, your, your comedic skills, whatever. However you can explain something in a way, someone's going to gravitate towards that. And if there's one person... There'll be five, ten, hundreds. You know what I mean. As long yeah. as there's one person that relates to you and like, oh, I love the way he explains this to me. Or, you know what I mean. Or he, she explains this to me. Spot on. Yep. So that's why, bro. That's that's the literally my main aim with my channel is, um, literally the whole point of the channel is just to provide value. Yeah. That, that's literally it. And that and that always so, leads to the end. Bro, and you'll notice that is what majority of like the uh, you know creators that people remember are the ones yes. that and you're you'll notice it through engagement like your your content is very informative that's good like it's related to xrp and people when they watch it are going to gain value from that video yeah it's not you just know what i mean that's the whole point of the app yeah remember remember it's last no, it's year no shilling. yeah like last year around um march of 2021 
Remember how it was the Dogecoin, the Sheeb era, Elon Musk? Every video was like, Elon just tweeted this. Elon, it was, yeah. I, I remember seeing that constantly. I'm like, man, these people are growing thousands of followers within days, right? And they're just chilling. And then there was Elon Gate, then there was Safe Moon. They're just talking about all these nonsense e new coins. And then that's what Bro, TikTok that was... initiated that ban. And then where are they now? That was such a, man, it was a dark time, huh? some toxic times. Man. Yeah. We've seen some dark times on this. And then, app, and, then crazy. You, and then you 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 try and bring up some news, right? Some broad news about this country just adopted crypto or whatever, some type of crypto news. That video gets no plays, nothing. No one cares, doesn't get shared, but they share the yeah. this is the next hundred X token. And that's when everyone was, you know, getting paid to shill. Bro, the the, the most important but they're not uh, here anymore. Those people lesson here anymore. you'll learn as a creator is like people you know they 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 don't want to hear what they need to hear yeah they want to they, they'll listen to what they want to hear yeah. kind of thing yeah. so even if they're not getting if they, even if they're getting told absolute waffle you know something that doesn't <laughs> serve them any value or anything they will would rather watch that than what they good. actually need to hear mm-hmm. it's human nature it's it's pretty pretty poor a full break a broken down you know 60 second video of you explaining something that you researched and found it doesn't go as far as a 15 second they're going to the moon (laughs) yeah bro but just just know this is the one thing i have learned just know the people that comment on those videos where you go in depth they're the real ones man yes they're the real ones they're the ones that watch that all the way through and they they, ask questions they they like your content Mm -hmm. yeah they're the ogs man i love that and you and then they notice those guys i notice those always always and um so one of the first questions I want to ask is when you when did you get into crypto, right? And what made you start making content um, about it? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I haven't got like any crazy origin story. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not like an early investor from like, you know, day dot or anything. <laughs> I'm very much I got into. Yeah, <laughs> that is not me. I'm actually Satoshi. That's, yeah. shocked. That's why I got this hoodie. No, um, basically, I got into it. Or at least I was exposed to it through a friend uh, during 2017, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a well. There's a couple ways I was exposed to it, so kind of these both these things linked up um, without me, which I only noticed now looking back. Uh, one of them was I was working in a call center at the time, uh, and the guy next to me um, would literally always have um, the price of Bitcoin on his screen open. Mm. So even when he's on calls, he's always monitoring the price of Bitcoin. I ended up asking about it. And I was like, what the hell is the point of that? What is it? Um, turns out he actually owned two Bitcoin. Um, so he's obsessed with it. Him and his mate bought them ages ago. Mm. Uh, and this was 2017 time. So I think while I was working in the call center, we watched it go from like 3K um, all the way up to, I think when I was in the office, it was 14K, but obviously it went up to 20K inevitably. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if he sold. Uh, I, I actually never saw him again. I was only working in that call center for a month. So um, hopefully that guy is just chilling now. I really yeah. hope he is. Yeah. Um, but the next part was that my mate, uh, a friend of mine actually exposed me or told me about crypto and about XRP. Um, so I only really started looking into crypto at the end of 2017. And then I'd say I actually started investing um, in 2018 so i'd say relatively bad timing in regards to a market cycle yeah um but since that i kind of got obsessed it pretty much took me learning the actual utility or use case of crypto and how it can be utilized and how it can pretty much change the world that's when i truly feel like fell in love with it because i was like it was literally like a snap of the fingers moment because it was like oh crap like this is going to change the game oh my Uh, and you know i have this whole narrative of um the world progresses through efficiency mm-hmm. and you know just like we used to start on uh wheelbarrows and then you know we got onto these four-wheeled things with stone wheels whether we did have those or wooden <laughs> wheels and it was Were horse and carriage um yeah <laughs> the flint <Flintstones. Yeah. laughs> and then you know it was horse and carriage and then we eventually got motor vehicles um and the whole point is is that each time these are just means of transport that got more and more efficient mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and inevitably the same thing happens with technology. 
Yes. Um, you know, my, my, my dad back in the day had one of the first phones. So he used to have to carry around the battery Was it the one and then with the, the phone with it. You pull the, you know, the These out? are like the big, the big brick yeah. phones. Yeah. Like <laughs> the size of this microphone kind of thing. <laughs> um, and, you know, he'd carry that around. But, you know, now we can walk around with a, a flat phone yeah. Um, yeah. in our pockets. The whole point being the same is going to happen with the, you know, the financial space as well. Money. If there is yeah. a means of transport for money that is more efficient uh, and this goes for anything if there are means of developing things that is more efficient than what we have today more accessible uh, more scalable which all links back to the word efficiency then the world is going to progress and move in that direction yeah. and that is literally what blockchain or crypto yeah. the crypto space is offering um, and as soon as you know that that i worked that out just the flip switch uh, the switch flipped um and yeah it's just game over for me i was locked in that's amazing bro that's amazing because i feel like any anyone who actually gets into crypto right there's like two things i want to touch on on what you said so this is this is like the one of the th uh, three things actually anyone who gets into crypto right there's different types of people that get into crypto obviously the ones that yeah. just want to be successful and make a million dollars hit 100x Right. They don't. And I, my narrative, I always say, is respect the space. And yeah, essentially, before you even got into it, you initially knew oh, what this is going to be. And that's how it happened to me, too. And I, it happened to yeah, bro, that. That was the beauty yeah. of it. And you underlying you ex respected the space initially. And immediately you said, OK, this space is going to be something that's part of our society, every our society moving forward. And that's what I try and explain to people who are just getting into crypto, whether they're investors, content creators, etc. It's like you have to respect the space and understand this is a long game. This is not yeah. – uh, everyone thinks, oh, you could be a millionaire overnight. Like, yes, it's like winning the lotto. Yes, you can buy the right yeah. NFT at the right time and sell it at the perfect tipping point. You buy the right token early enough and sell it. Tell, it happened to Telcoin last year. I remember Telcoin, people don't, yeah. don't even know this, was one of the most successful cryptos last year. If you bought, uh, or was it last That's year? Crazy. Yeah, Telcoin in January. So, and Dogecoin obviously was one, but Telcoin was one of the ones that people thought was like, oh, it's going to be, it's going to replace XRP and XLM. And people made a lot of money off of it. And it, it's yeah. been gone ever since. It's not there anymore. I'm saying that does happen. You can strike gold. But having that switch moment, that is what I kind of implore people to find for themselves. When you have that yeah. moment where you, oh man, there's much more to this. And and that's why now I touch into when you said the roads, people were on, you know, um, wheelbarrows. They got to st <laughs> the Flintstones. And the, the thing is. Such a bad example. For <laughs> yeah, me, but, yeah. but it makes sense. It makes sense because yeah. like, the only thing, every time there was a new means of transportation, what did they have to do? When there was horses and carriages, it was like dirt and gravel road. When cars mm. came out, they couldn't have the cars driving on those rocks and dirty roads and stuff. They had to. What they have to do, make pavement and make Literally. means for transportation or the, 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 the railings and the roads for the transportation. The, they had to make the traffic lights. Yeah. They had to figure out the system. Okay, well, if these cars are going to be, we can't just let these cars drive around all over chaotically. We got to let them, hey, stop sign, um, four-way stops, all that stuff, right? Like, like being able to know where to go. The crypto space doesn't yeah. have that right now. It's just everyone's just flying around, going all over the place. Eventually, there will be roads, traffic lights, you know, and, uh, law or you know, the enforcement people telling you where to go with the whistle. Like that—that that was initially how it was before, before you know, automatic traffic lights. So it's yeah. like a weird analogy, but I'm like, we're we're still we're the ones driving our cars on the dirt road, popping our tire, trying to get to where we need to get to. These, For real, man. These I'm actually that. That's a really cool cool way that you um. Yeah, I know it's like crazy. Uh, My brain. How, just how goes, you said how I got into it. I never yeah. even, yeah, I never even thought of it that way. Like how how the trailblazers. I, was that I I entered, I entered the space mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, and um, get your feet I, dirty. Yeah. Now sitting now saying that, I urge everyone to, uh, you know, learn that. Do not. I, I've never actually even seen crypto as a as a get get rich quick scheme. Mm -hmm. There's that narrative uh, of you, you know, you see that whenever it's a bull market. I don't think I've truly <laughs> ever actually experienced that because I was always investing mm -hmm. in the technology. I yes. was investing the future in the it. asset and the market that it's going to attack, you know, with the bias through my research that that is going to prosper and actually move forward doing that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, don't realize how blessed I was. <laughs> yes. I'm glad. Yeah. And you were able to like sit back and go, okay, you, you, you 
in your your brain already accepted the fact that this is a long game. So you weren't you weren't yeah. gonna lose like stress out over being an overnight success. You knew, hey, as long as I stay in and continue to be disciplined and stay in the space, you're gonna make it. Mm. That is the real way of making it. I mean, in my opinion, right? There's one hundred percent. You could be already riches riches right now and invest into Bitcoin and Ethereum and all these tokens. Obviously, there's people that are just starting in that started with a hundred dollars, a couple thousand, and then hopefully they're able to two x that, three x. And that's why I've been um my channel or not my channel, yeah, my YouTube channel and my TikTok. I don't know if you're the same way. I kind of told people, hey, don't be discouraged from taking profits on a two x. Like 100% you have to mental. learn how to to maneuver in the space. Don't keep marrying these tokens, holding for millions of years. Of course, yes, for the blue chips like Quant, XRP, etc. But like a lot of people are just like not happy with a two x. You know, I know it's just this is talking price, but like you can't be afraid of not afraid, but like discouraged from taking your two x. Right, that's still a successful thing. Now take that and invest into something you know yeah. blue chip long term. You know. In regards of no, there's there's a there's a there's a good saying. It's like no one no one has ever lost money to taking profits. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, Simple and, as that. And you were saying um, the bull market. I'm like everyone is like an expert. Everyone is 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 happy and an expert during the bull market. But you actually make your most success during the bear. During the bull. Bro, I mean, I'm telling you right now. Bear market. I still anticipate that um, or expect that there's going to be a dip slightly yeah. further. Um, yeah. But damn, some of these discounts. Yes. I, I said it before, man. Like, it's like <laughs> simpler, a really easy asset to relate it to because I'm sure everyone watching this knows about it. Something like Quant, man. Oh, if you were believing in Quant, hyping about it when that thing was $429, why the hell are you not ex- oh. just as excited <laughs> about it now it's 109 That's literally what, you know what I mean? say. That's because you realize, and I say this to everyone, bro. The price may have depreciated seventy four percent, but did you? How are you forgetting <laughs> that fundamentally nothing has changed with exactly. that asset? It is still the exact same technology. They still have the exact same partnerships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're bro. still trying to the exact same market. Nothing is changing. The only thing that's changing is your psychology, and that's probably the most dangerous thing when it comes to trading. For yes. me, I just saw that as an opportunity. I was like, hell yeah! People were begging for under a hundred dollars. On our live streams, on my videos, yeah. these, oh, I wish I got into it under a hundred dollars. I wish then, I got into it when you were talking about it at fifty dollars, bro. It's nearly there. But are you going to complain about it because it used to be four hundred twenty-nine, or are you going to take advantage of that opportunity? Yeah. that's the that's the thing, man. Bro, that's because that's literally what I said. I have I know somebody that bought Quan at three hundred dollars plus, and then it dipped, and then they were like stressed out. I'm like, buy what are you talking? About? You were willing to buy it at three hundred, but yeah. you're not willing to buy it at hundred. <laughs> doesn't make sense. And, and I was, I kind of caught on late. I bought it around seventy bucks, so I caught on a little late. Um, to be honest, I bought it around like seventy dollars. But I was like, okay, once I figured it out, I'm like, yo, Quant is one of the ones I need. Like, and then I, that's when I initially bought it. And, and I remember people buy. I think what happens is when it's is, yeah. when it's going that high, people think, oh, Quant's gonna hit a thousand dollars in the next week or so. So they buy in. I think they're fomoing in, and then when it doesn't. Every, and the reason why the price is so low now, I think, is because people it, they, it got overhyped to a lot of people. Not for us, obviously, because we know that. Yeah, I'm, I'm also going to be real with people right now. It's like, if you know, you're going to get a lot of people saying, "I was here in 20, I don't know, 2013, and I was yeah. here in 2017, and now I'm here now, so I know what's going to happen." And it, but one thing I will say is, if you were here at the beginning of 2020, oh, I know exactly what you're going to say, uh, and you're now here in 2022, you know, you have now been through. And seen physically what it's like because I guarantee if you were going to QNT, even at a hundred dollars and watched it go to four hundred twenty nine, there were people talking about QNT at four hundred twenty nine, saying this is going to go to a thousand, this is going to go to you know two thousand, three thousand. I expect mm-hmm. it can hit this. Now we can still do that in the it's future. Still, yes, yep. You're not realizing it doesn't matter how much hype there is behind something. If something needs a correction, like the whole market in general. Yep. Um, it will have a correction. So you're in just as good a position. You've experienced a whole lot yeah. if you started here in 2020 uh, and you're here now in 2022. And and it's it's like those the the people they overhype it, like you said, and you should be able to expect it to hit those numbers, right? But not expect it to. You shouldn't expect it to hit it within, you know. Just because it's pumping right to like four hundred, you don't you shouldn't expect it to yeah. hit that amount within that week. I'm like, Quan is still in its early. We're still very early. 
Quan is still mm-hmm. building. They're building the uh, the digital. They're in the Digital Pound Foundation. They're building the UK. Bro, so right. I, I spoke about this in a video today. Still, they're at the forefront. Time. They're at the forefront of mm-hmm. the digital pound. You know, they're trying to bring the private and the public sector together in the UK mm-hmm. with Ripple uh, to develop a digital pound. They're at the forefront of the, or they are literally developing with LAC Chain the uh, Latin American digital dollar. Yes. Uh, and they're also at the forefront of the digital euro. Like these guys aren't playing games. You got to you know. Yeah. And I said this in the video, we're not even tapping into the fact or the scale of their partnerships with the likes of SIA and Oracle. Those are huge. Yep. Uh, Quan, this, I, and I, I said this literally in my video, I'm kind of lucky we're talking about it because I, I literally speak about it earlier. <laughs> um, Quan blows nearly every or 90, maybe 95% plus cryptos out the water with the actual you know scale or the yes. quality of their partnerships collaborations and their tokenomics partnerships and collaborations their tokenomics the supply and everything just blows almost everything that's it and that's the better part that's just the cherry on top yeah. that, that you know the, the fact there's literally what is it around 14 million just over yeah. 14 million and and the thing about what i believe I, i'm i think you believe this too quant is definitively should be a top 10 crypto Top five. Oh, 100%. And, and, 100%. And you look at the top you, 10, yeah. and you go to Avalanche, you can go to the market cap, right? And you type in quant. And this is just for price, right? This is not oh, even, I love that. I never do this. I know. I know. This is this is not. This is not. Uh, so one quant will be worth $1,400. Obviously, you got to. Yeah. And that's at the top. That's number 10. I think quant deserves to be up here. Top, quant is up here. Yeah. The, the reality is, it, even like saying that, and it's exciting as hell. The reality isn't far away because you have to understand uh, if, you know, simple question. And this is a, this is rhetorical, by the way, to anyone watching. It's like, do you believe in the metaverse? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in Web3? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in layer ones and, you know, the developments of blockchains or things being developed on top of blockchains? Uh, you know, they have a place in the future. The answer is yes. Uh, it all interconnects to Web3. One thing all of those things need to truly fr- flourish, to truly work is interoperability. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that is literally what Quant that's, is offering. That's and it's I, not, you know, they're not offering it as we've got our own blockchain. They are the overledger. Yeah. They're the interconnection it, of everything. It's a game changer, My man. favorite word in crypto is interoperability. Being able to diversify 100%. and work with other cryptos and talk, basically, quote unquote, talk to other cryptos. You want to be able to connect. Bro, it, it's literally probably the biggest limiting factor towards mm-hmm. adoption is interoperability. Interoperability and scalability. Those are the two yeah. big things that every crypto essentially is trying to solve. And everyone, the Ethereum killers, that's what they say. Mm. Oh, we're better there because we can scale. And we yeah. can, that's that's literally everyone, every crypto's or ecosystem's <laughs> underlying. Funny part is it's probably, it's actually just not that hard to beat. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and, that's, and Ethereum, Ethereum is obviously going to be around. It's not going anywhere. Uh, yeah, no, it won't. Whenever 2.0 comes out. Yes, everyone. Everyone. I mean, thinks one it's... one thing I will say: we had a brief conversation about it earlier. Is you know, look for me. I, I'm in a position now with the lawsuit. Uh, there's two. There's two outcomes for the, this lawsuit now, and that is either a favorable settlement or an all-out win for Ripple. Yes. Yep. Um, and I I, ha- I find it hard to believe. I, I don't know what it's going to take um, for the SDC not to then go after Ethereum. If that's why I need to uh, figure. I need to put wrap my head around this. So I, we all, me and you. I mean, for any viewers or listeners, we just look up, look up the conflict of interest with Ripple and Ethereum and the SEC, and then you'll you'll toxic, know. Man. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so it, toxic. You'll you'll know you'll know what we're talking about. So I I I I was thinking about okay. So if the SEC loses. Doesn't that mean that they can't technically go after any more cryptos? Or does that mean that they have to go after the, the only crypto they can go after is Ethereum? But I thought they would go after them if they settled. Because if they settled, they still but, yes, no. Safe so base. if the SEC plan to go after other cryptocurrencies, which they most likely will, mm-hmm. they really don't want to lose. Um, because just like you see in yeah. every filing, the SEC quoting case law, Ripple quoting case law from previous um, yeah. uh, litigation the uh, that the, the SEC had been through, um, this case will forever be used against the SEC. Uh, it'll be the Ripple um, test, right? 
yeah. replace the Howie test? Uh, so it is very much uh, if they do want to continue going after, you know, other assets, which, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. There's also the other outcome. By the way, this is purely speculative, guys. Yeah. The other outcome is, but I truly anticipate this is how regulations should come about. Uh, and remember that saying it should is talking ethically, which <laughs> not a lot of governments work by that rule. Um, is the public and the private sectors should come together to form some sort of regulatory clarity mm-hmm. with the crypto space because these, you know, private companies they are the ones that know what's going on. They know the technology uh, and what's wrong and what's right. Um, so that is one outcome I could potentially see coming from the lawsuit is whether Ripple actually help out um, with developing some form of regulation. Um, but I think, you know, yeah, in turn, if the SEC do want to continue going after, you know, other assets, uh, other cryptos, they probably do not want to take a hard yeah. L. They probably want to take uh, a favor. They'll probably go with a favorable settlement to Ripple uh, and continue to, you know, on their merry way of trying to regulate through enforcement. Yeah. Yes. That's the, the, the regulation through enforcement. And and that's why um, I think uh, one of these v- recent interviews I watched with Brad Garninghouse on on the on news, Fox News with uh Charlie Gasparino, he's he gave a perfect example of of the SEC doing regulation by enforcement, and I forgot exactly what he said. He said something about how they Ripple tried for eight years tried to have dialogue with the SEC, right. and the R- SEC Ripple- just said. No, we're suing you. Like, like I forgot what he said exactly. He's like, that's regulation by through enforcement, and that doesn't work. That just makes it, the SEC look bad in the case. Bro, when an SEC commissioner, everyone knows her as crypto mom, Hester Pierce, when uh, Commissioner Pierce is literally saying the SEC is doing it wrong, they're mm-hmm. regulating through enforcement, mm-hmm. that is a commissioner within the SEC slating yes. how they're going about that. If you're telling me there's not some form of – now, of course, I understand, like, in any establishment, there can be disagreements – but to continuously come out saying that, yeah, um, it does true. make you think, is there some form of corruption going on inside? Why is it that they're so stubborn to continue <laughs> down this path that is really not working for them? And, uh, you know, all these questions are asked. We don't want to speculate too heavy yeah. on why this lawsuit's happening. Obviously, there's been a whole new, uh, what is it? What would you call it? Chapter unlocked with the, <laughs> you know, consensus quorum, JP Morgan situation yes. like we were speaking about earlier. Um, but damn, man. People are still f- shocked about that. Like some people are, are. Still- hey man, I'll be honest with you. That that's a hit for not just um that that's a, that that story was a hit for the whole crypto space, not just yeah. Ethereum. They that, JP that was Morgan, really bad. Just- JP Morgan owns MetaMask, and if uh, I think it's called Infura and Infura, right? Is that? Wait, what? Sorry, uh, they, uh, all I've seen is they own some critical infrastructure. Yes, that's yeah. what they say. Yeah, they own they own two of the biggest parts of Ethereum, basically. Or yeah, like you said, which is horrific. <laughs> and it was it's supposed to be that's decentralized. Horrific. It's supposed to be, and it just it's just like funny because what's you know who Jay Clayton leaves a day after slapping the lawsuit, and then goes on to basically kind of be a consultant for a firm that that utilizes ethereum or works with ethereum etc yeah and that's like the initial parts of the conspiracy right that everyone thinks is whether they believe it or whether they think it's just baloney or co- coincidence or whatever i don't know yeah. we've been in it long, long enough researching it long enough to know like these chess pieces it are being moved in a certain way and it's someone ripple's gonna just destroy the board and say you know what forget this game that you guys are playing yeah the man is toxic i think like that literally like i was saying i think once you or want now all this is coming out there's a lot of things that make sense um so now you know these links between jp morgan and ethereum suddenly become yeah. a whole lot more obvious you know uh what was it jpm coin was uh developed on quorum um quorum was developed by jp morgan uh but then acquired by consensus yeah. um literally three months yeah. after development which is Ethereum. Like, <laughs> these guys have literally been chilling with each other for years now. Yeah. And Ethereum, right under our noses. It's crazy. And it now comes out because of a lawsuit um, or because of a, yeah, a lawsuit audit, et cetera, that, you know, JP Morgan actually not only own MetaMask, or, but they own critical infrastructure within Ethereum. It's, it, it's horrific, man. Because it's look, literally everything crypto isn't supposed to be. Remember when this news came out? 
Ethereum 2.0 is now going to be called a consensus layer. Yeah. And this is this <clears throat> this was before um that lawsuit with JP Morgan and all that stuff that just came out recently. This is this was back in January 25th. Ethereum Foundation rebrands ETH2 to consensus layer. So you technically you would call you don't call it Ethereum 2, you call it consensus layer. And like you said, they just yeah. bought it. It's just crazy. Now we're starting to connect the dots. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what? Yeah, it doesn't look good, does it? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look good at all. And it's, I'm just, I don't like, like to get deeper into this conversation. Right now, I think we're in a bearish cycle. I'm, I don't think this is a f- true bear market. I think it's going to come. No. We're in a bearish um, environment, right? I think, I think, look, the easiest way to think about it is, when people are always asking me, are we in a bear market? Is this the end? Blah, blah, blah. You've got to understand, just take a step back. Yeah. Further, every market is down because of yep. literally reasons completely out of everyone's control. Yes. Like we're, we're literally on the brink of, you know, a possible world war. Um, oh, yeah. Literally. There is no doubt going to be like, yeah. And the thing is, you know, people, you know, you can neglect it all you want. You know, we, we live um chilled out lives uh, in the west you know we don't have to deal with these things going on but it's like um you know being on the brink of that there's no doubt there's going to be uncertainty uh-huh. within almost every market and that is why everything's taking a hit so as soon as you can you know p- give it reasoning suddenly you know it, there's there's legitimacy or there's an understanding as to why the market is down as opposed to a crypto bear market where it's driven by um you know fear and everyone liquidating and pulling out their assets yep. um whereas right now this is quite that literally just down to you know uncertainty within the space because the world is going through something now we out of our control yeah pictured yeah and- you know mo- most things that are predicted are because the media pushes it to us mm-hmm. and unless you're really looking into what was going on in europe and uh over in ukraine between them and russia yeah um for me personally I- I'm-, I'm happy to say it like Unfortunately, I was never really too. Um, I, I always knew there was some form of conflict going on there, but I never knew to what scale or the fact that you know Ukraine have been trying to get into the EU for years, but Russia don't want them to do that because then the EU or NATO, sorry, will be on their doorstep. Yeah, but like I didn't yeah. know about these things. I didn't know any. I didn't. Um, I didn't even know that either. And and I someone gave me an analogy saying it's the same thing as if Mexico teamed up with Russia and then there was Russian yeah. shoulders soldiers right on the, the border between Mexico and the US right here. I was yeah. like, okay, I get it. I mean, I'm not justifying anything. I'm just like, okay, that's why it's a tense situation. Yeah. That's what I that's what I mean by I get it. I'm like, okay, I get why there's some things good that why this escalated to where it has been now, but apparently this has been brewing for for years. Yeah. And we didn't no, know. No I one think, knew. No like I mean no, unless you really I think, knew. Look, unless you really I, knew. Like you said I'm not research. justifying anything mm-hmm. anyone is doing. Same. But, yep. you know, you can, you know, do your own research and you'll find out, you know, there is reasoning and that, you know, each party within this certain situation has a reason why they're doing what they're doing. Um, now, the, the the question is how, how it escalates. You know, I think we can all, you know, hope and pray that it doesn't escalate to a, you know, a world war because yeah. that's literally not going to end well for anyone. Anyone at all. Um, but one thing we can take away, and this is slightly off topic, um, and once again, it's a sensitive topic, so do not take offense to what I'm saying. But there's one thing we've learned from every war, and that is the war always, um, how do I word it? Basically speeds up innovation, accelerates yeah, innovation. It always, always. You know, in wartime, innovation is accelerated. And that's literally, I think, what we're seeing right now. Because right now, you know, the utility or use case of crypto is being forced in front of every country's face not by choice but by people having absolutely no choice but to use it because their financial system is crumbling and falling apart Uh, and that's why you know we're seeing the likes of that's why we're seeing the likes of you know biden coming out saying he's going to be signing an executive order um you know this week on how they're going to move forward in regulating crypto guidelines i I already said my i said my bias on um on my youtube video this morning that I genuinely think, and I'm happy to be proved wrong, that he will sign that and they will move forward with regulating cryptocurrency because they're in a position right now where, you know, if they wish to do some form of any form of sanctioning towards it, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. they need to be able to put themselves in a position and protect themselves. Uh, So that's why I think he's going to do it. However, like I said, I'm happy to be proved wrong. Yes. But 
you know, the whole point, like we said, is it speeds up innovation. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing. If you believe in that, that there's going to be a financial reset, I think there's going to be a financial reset. Yep. There's pretty much not an economy in the world right now that's not crumbling. It's everything, you know. Russia's collapsed because it's COVID, it just... COVID literally uh, put the printing machines on hyperdrive, you know. Yeah. Suddenly everyone they're... was getting given money. They're about to blow up. The machines are smoking right now. <laughs> that yeah, man. Printed, they like... spammed that red button. <laughs> yeah. They spammed the print button. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> it wasn't healthy. Yeah. Uh, but reality is, it's, you know, this is why I say, like, uh, if, if you don't see a financial reset is coming and that it is going to happen, uh, then I genuinely feel for you because we, you know, our generation is really going to have to pay for for what is happening right now. Yeah. Uh, in the future, you know, I'm just happy and privileged to be in a position where I'm exposing myself to what I believe is going to be uh, the almost the the staple of the financial future moving forward, kind of thing, that's, or the financial space moving forward. That's like beautifully said because that last thing you said was like we're we we're our generation has to go through this right just like how the world yeah, war, world war ii happened you know and how devastating that was and then the 50s came out and the 60s came out of it obviously there was there's bad in every decade of society right there's always bad and that's when the baby boomers were created you know and the economy of the world essentially of the of our western uh, side started booming after that after that war and we're we're going through yeah. this through this um on obviously the i don't i can't remember what decade the cold war was but i think it was around the 60s i believe yeah i think it was all the way up to like the um it was actually late 80s i think yes, when, uh, yeah all the way up, up to, up the to there and yeah. how innovation changed and then going into the 90s the internet and then through the 2000s social uh, 2000s 2010s etc with social media that blew up to where now what needs to change now is is not necessarily the internet yes because web3 and everything but our monetary system needs to change now it's yeah. being like you said being put in the forefront our money is outdated and it's easily collapsible and the governments can shut you out from your money like we saw in Canada right i know I mean, it was a disgusting. small scale disgusting i know it was a small scale in regards of who it was being targeted towards People were going through bank runs. Like, okay, the fact that you could shut down his bank account means you could shut down my bank account. I'm going to get my money yeah. out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it was like a trickle effect. And, like, people are starting to see, like, yo, like, this monetary system is outdated. They can take your money any given time. They can, you know, the sanctions can collapse a whole country's economy, right? And it needs to change. And it's putting crypto in the forefront, whether it's ready or not, unwarranted or not. And we're yeah. in a position to maneuver through this craziness, worrying about going to a potential World War Three. And you can either stay on the sidelines and play it safe and watch the news, and or yeah, please don't do that, guys. <laughs> or you say, you know what, this is opportunity. I'm gonna research and learn. I know it's 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 traumatizing at some times, um, stressful, sad to learn about what's going on around the world. But you have to find the light within the dark. You know what I mean. And it's yeah. out there. And those are the most 100%, man. successful people that change their generation, like their family trees legacy by maneuvering through that, that, that mess. You know what I mean? That's just like how yeah. I think about it. I'm like, you know, like I'm no, bro, that, that's a, that's a really nice way of putting it. And I, and literally, I think, yeah, we are pretty much on the exact same page with that. Um, you have to be as we're, we're on the edge. Of, we're on the edge of something. Mm -hmm. If you think, you know, all this is going to blow over and we're just going to go back to normal. Uh, it is beyond that. Oh my Bro, yeah. I, I remember when the pandemic hit, like, 2020. I was like, the world's never going to be the same. <laughs> like, some, Bro, it's a never... lot of people... How, how old was that? <laughs> 2019, 2018? What year did it hit? 2020. COVID. 2020. 2020. February 2020, right after Kobe died. Rest in peace. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. So I was literally around... Yeah, that's nuts, man. The how world... how long it's been around. Like, yeah. people have actually had their... Two years. You know, most of their childhood uh you know what i mean locked inside a house away yeah. from friends and it's like i was like the world is never going to be the same because i remember 2018 like you said people were locked inside their house that how we we pushed forward how literally how we're communicating right now 
This is yeah. getting more normalized. People are doing this to have meetings now. Back then, people would have to drive to go. People would realize, like, hey, I could just do the meeting through Zoom. The Zoom stock blew yeah. up. People were remote only jobs. But do you blew see, up. like, everything, everything, like, th- mm-hmm. this is a big question you got to ask yourself is like, you know, if you're on the edge of thinking about crypto or just, uh, you know, the digital future in general, a really simple question to ask yourself is, is the world getting more digital? Yeah. And the answer is yes. Yes. So why are you, you know, are you, are you trying to stick with some legacy systems? The, uh, you need to wake yourself up to this, man. Digital but, you know, assets. It's happening. Yeah, it's happening with or without you. Just like, you know, what we've seen through COVID, everyone chilling more on their computer, uh, you know, and suddenly doing Zoom calls. Everything is turning digital. Mm-hmm. And you can link that into, you know, it's somewhat, if you want to go like speculative conspiracy side of it, you know, it's somewhat and i just i relate it to media as well how the media will drip feed things so something i saw this morning uh, when looking at this executive order that is happening in the u.s and it's uh that biden or this executive order has been spoken about for a very long time mm-hmm. you know that they've been prepping it etc but it's only very recent that they're actually pushing it out for people to see uh for people to say oh, biden's about to sign an executive order but the whole point of that is because they were literally just drip feeding articles and news, uh, basically updates on it out so that when it finally comes out, they can say, oh, we've been speaking about it for ages. Mm-hmm. Just like um, when suddenly, you know, things take a big jump and go a whole lot more digital. You know, you've already been on your computer a whole lot more because of COVID mm-hmm. that, you know, this is suddenly normalized for you. It's not going to be a huge change for you. Um, and I just think everything is as simple as that. everything happens for a reason. And I think, you know, I don't want to go into the conspiracy side of no, you know, it. I love, or, I love <laughs> My mind will just keep going. But, you know, <laughs> everything, everything, and this is the strange part, everything is pointing in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that same direction is a digital future, how the hell are you choosing to ignore that? Because it's easy it. to, Why you know, fight it? Why fight it? I don't understand don't fight people it, that man. fight it. They're just, no, no. I, I, I literally think about this, like you said, like five years from now, we're gonna look back and go, man, was this all by design? Like, did they did they purposely yeah. do all that's these it, things? That's it, man. All by to, design to get just here. It like to get here. Like, did they create? Like, it gets so conspiracy driven to where it's like, did they create COVID to get people locked in the house to pause everything, get people used to using their phones, get people used to consuming content digitally, get used to people. You know, doing Zoom calls, meeting, getting yeah. on the internet, just using the internet, and then eventually to the point where movie theaters, oh, we don't accept cash anymore. You have to pay digitally, blah blah blah. blah. And then, oh, we accept crypto now. We accept crypto how crazy here. that is. We accept. We literally here. can go into shops and pay for things in cash. Yeah, and I, I have places where they say we don't accept cash, debit card preferred, tap to tap to pay yeah. preferred. Not even the debit card. It says tap to pay preferred. Please don't give us cash. We've gone I'm from like, paper to plastic, paper Coins. to plastic to digital money, man. The UK, I don't know if you guys, like, I don't know how long it's been. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of ignorant when it comes to that. Right? I've never been there. Like, yeah. you guys paid with the pounds. Like, that was, di- that was yeah, coins, yeah, yeah. right? You, you got you got pound coins here. It yeah. goes up to two pound coins, yeah. And was that, like, uh, your your version of how you guys paid with fiat back in the day before? No, no. So, we, we had, so we have, like, so it go... Uh, one pound two pound obviously you've got the pennies and all the stuff in between yeah. as well um and then you've obviously got notes as well you get five ten twenty fifties basically oh, don't go wow. to 100 yeah i always thought it was like they you guys paid in like the coin like the gold <laughs> big ones like big uh, we, we have them as well but oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we, we, we've had notes but it's like it's the way we've seen it as well we literally gone from paper to plastic to card to now yes. digital you can pay your phone, phone. Then, like. just beep you just i love i love paying with my phone it's so I, I still don't even get how that works you man double like tap that. It and you just... how the hell am i paying with my phone i just go it's beep. connected to your bank it's crazy it i don't know how they that's where that that's how xrp is going to be used we don't even know how they do the tap to pay but it just works and that's literally, yeah. like we said before, we got a five years from now, XRP is just going to be just like that. Just how's the yeah. money getting sent over? Right, just that's don't literally worry about the same it. way you said. It's like <laughs> the, the, the beauty of how early we are is that we're investing in technology that one day people won't even know that they're using. Yes. And that's, that's it, man. And that's why we're going to be on the right side of history. You know, exactly. Just I, like, do you think this lawsuit will spark a run? 
that everyone's predicting for the crypto space? Not just XRP, but for the whole crypto space. Or do you think it's just going to be primarily for XRP? Um, it's just an I opinion. think it's going to be the, yeah, the, so the clarity that XRP gets could potentially serve, you know, quite a few other cryptos as well. But there's also, you know, many cryptos now that are choosing not to launch uh, through a way which is clearly cast as, you know, some or has been very closely linked to what a security would be, yes. which would be through the likes of an ICO. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of projects aren't launching like that anymore. Um, so it's pretty much, in fact, one of the main examples of that is pretty much nearly every project on the XRP ledger will never do a um, an ICO. They'll Ever. always, yeah. always, always do an airdrop. Yeah. Because, and, I, and I've asked so many of these projects about it, um, or the ones that basically reached out to me, and I'd basically be like, oh, have you guys, um, why didn't you just do that, blah, blah, blah. And it's all because we don't want to do an ICO because of regulatory uncertainty. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know... It's breathing away. So I think, is it going to create a run? I think potentially uh, in the way that, I mean, XRP is going to do its own thing, man. Like yeah. they're coming, they could potentially come out of this and be one of the first assets with full clarity. Yeah. You know, some somewhat Old, untouchable, especially armor. in the US. Yeah, untouchable. Um, and that clarity is only going to serve them well when it comes to partnerships, collaborations, mm-hmm. uh, and eventually being adopted and used which furthermore is already being used on demand liquidity is already being used yep. around the world. Yep. Uh, so Tri- Trianglo in, uh, um, yeah, they, they did a solid Singapore, test of it. Now yeah. the test wasn't, the test wasn't huge, but it's proof of concept. And how many times have happy. we seen proof of concept? We saw proof of concept happen with the bank of England, for God's yep. sake. Yeah. <laughs> like these aren't small banks. Like. Yeah. <laughs> this, and people don't, people just think that I, I feel like people that are our guest XRP. I don't know why. Either, either you hey, like you know, it or you, you know what? I, I just don't know I, why. I, I, I under- never figured out why. I understand it. I understand it from the perspective of maybe you don't want, or you don't, you're not a fan of an asset that is supporting the banking system. Cause yes. a lot of people will call it a banker's coin. Yeah. And for me personally, that never really like triggered me because I always thought to myself, well, yeah, it, it quite literally is a banker's coin. Cause that's what they're attacking. Mm-hmm. The bank, the, you know, the banking sector. They're fixing you know, their they want to be that form of liquidity. Yeah, they're fixing so, their problem. <laughs> yeah, that's like calling uh, V Chain uh, the Amazon coin or something. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Just because it's working in supply chain, etc. Like, it doesn't make sense, and it's it's not an insult. Like, yes, they're helping or looking to provide or support a centralized sector. But if you think crypto or this the world that we live in is going to go fully decentralized overnight, then you're kidding yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've said this before, the true way for Web3 to flourish is basically through, you know, this, first of all, it's going to have to be a slow process, but it's like giving people the opportunity of ownership because centralization is so comfortable. You know, when people realize decentralization is fully being, you know, in control of everything you own, mm-hmm. um, that's a lot of pressure to actually be working with. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that you know the process will be slow, and XRP is one of those uh, assets that could, you know could be or act as a gateway, just like QNT is as well, focused yeah. on enterprise yeah. uh, enterprise adoption. That is a solid sector to go for if you're looking for you know being one of the first market movers with adoption. Yeah. Um. So, I, I in my comments, I'm getting a lot, and I, I I know I'm pretty sure you know I've I've been getting a lot of. Uh, I know you know about this, the ISO twenty thousand twenty two. I'm getting a lot of people. ISO two hundred twenty two. Yeah, yeah. I think you can say it however, however you want to say it. ISO I'm like, I remember one time. I don't I said think there's it. a right way to say yeah, it. Yeah. Someone will always say it a different way. Two zero zero two two. Bro, I I literally used to say it every different way in a video just to please everyone. Yeah, and and I've started getting comments saying you got you need to invest in ISO twenty. I'm like, last year I was already like talking about it. I was like. Yeah. I'm starting to see more people are starting to kind of, I don't know if I'm like out of the loop or not, but people are starting to mention it a lot more. And obviously I think because so, yeah, Algorand's getting more of a push. What do you, what do you think about the uh, ISO 20? So with regards to ISO 222, 200. it's another thing where, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, how do we say it? I just say it everywhere. <laughs> uh, with ISO, um, basically I understand from the perspective that, you know, at the end of the day, ISO 222 is, is awesome, man. Like that, that's needed. The easiest way to define it right now is what we currently have is each different bank has a different messaging system or messaging format, which means technically each different bank 
or different one trying to, when they try and communicate is speaking a different language. ISO 222 is somewhat trying to basically be the the medium of it basically put an understanding through everything will be using the same messaging format. Mm-hmm. Now, with it being adopted into the banking system, um, any third party that wants to work within the banking system uh, or within the financial sector, et cetera, needs to be compatible with ISO 222. Now, that is when the assets or the listed assets on there, as you can see, which is like XLM, XRP, XDC, Algorand, and IOTA, all of those are compatible with ISO 222. So if they wanted to be utilized in that sector, you know, then that's what they'd be, they're able to do so. Um, Now, is it to say that they are going to be used? No. And I understand that. I'm not saying ISO 222 is the be all and end all. But it does put them ahead of everyone else. Yeah, simple as that. I just. Um, but yeah, ISO two hundred twenty-two. That that's straight up, man. Like you, you asked what I think of it. That that's not even a. I don't need to think about it because it's not. Um, it's not an if. It's a when. Like ISO two hundred twenty-two is happening. Yeah, I've had some people say that it's not even real. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> They're like they just put it all. Somebody put all this together. It's not real. I'm like, what? No, no. I, I mean, some of those are hard to come by. So, you know, a lot of them, mm-hmm. but it's like the things like XRP, XDC, mm-hmm. you can literally go online and find very easily um, proof of com- uh, compatibility. Yeah. And yeah. it's, oh man, I think um, where, yeah. See, there's Algorand, uh, Quorum. It's just crazy to me. I, I, I'm very bullish. I'm excited. I know another project that you like, I think, is HBAR. Is that correct? Or am I wrong on that? Do you like HBAR? Yeah, I do. I like HBAR. Okay. I like HBAR. Yeah, what do you think about hypergraph technology taking over, essentially being the new replacement for blockchain, even though blockchain still hasn't even been fully innovated in the world yet? But yeah, I think I think that's the main thing. I, I, like I said, I don't think there's going to be a, a be-all and end-all. There's always going to be a, yeah. an argument of which, of which one's better. Like DAG um, and stuff like that. Yeah, man. The like graph. I said, yeah. Literally, yeah. You, you got to respond. There's so many different options. Um, I personally don't even want to make a prediction right now of which yeah. one it's going to do. You'll notice that each of those technologies have pretty insane connections. Yeah. So man. to say one is going to do better than the other, um, it's still too you know, too it, early, right? Too premature to it's say. An, yeah, it's it's yeah. way too early. And I think something like HBAR, DAG, um, you know, that being obviously Hashgraph and um, like you said, DAG. Um, they still have a lot of. They building, have. A, I feel like they are slightly behind blockchain. They yeah. have a bit more development to go. Long term plays. It's awesome because the technology is extremely yes. efficient. At these prices, um, it's steel to, bro, to yeah. accumulate. And I think if the market dips again, which, like we said, we anticipate it will do, mm-hmm. uh, things like DAG, uh, you know, and HBAR, both established projects in those areas, um, there's massive opportunity there. That's. Uh, yeah, you could get some, like you said, quite literally steals. <laughs> yeah, that's, on those. that's why I, it's like how you how I think about it is like, like blockchain technology is still in the process of being integrated in our everyday lives. And now we're already talking about what's going to replace blockchain. Right. And that's why I think it's fascinating yeah. to know, like, look, this is this is going to once crypto is here, it's going to move very fast. And yeah. you have to. That's why we say all the way back to the beginning. Respect the space. That switch needs to be flipped. To under you understand, you can miss out on blockchain, but then when everyone gets in, you can't. People are going to be wor- thinking about an outdated, quote unquote, outdated technology when you have HBAR and DAG yeah. coming right around the corner, and it's just going to keep going and going and going. Yeah. We, we we go through in history every single few decades, every few years. A new type of music, right? Even for music, certain type of sounds are amazing; they do well. And then over 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 course of time, there's new sounds, new music, new artists, new musicians. And it's yes, yeah, like, look, each each thing can be attacking and offering the you know the same solution uh, to say which one is going to be better and going to be the winner. That was like you know uh, when the internet was first developing, mm-hmm. etc., and saying that um, you know trying to compare yahoo safari google netscape all of those to each other and saying uh <laughs> firefox i don't know i don't know other ones i'm not too o- clued opera, up in that <laughs> opera there's some yeah there's only a all few. of these but that's like saying yeah. that's i think that's going to be the top one mm-hmm. uh and placing your bets on that one um each of them you know would open were able to be used it just depends on which one 
you know, ends up moving forward. Yeah. My last, uh, one of my last things before we wrap up is you being a crypt, one of the early pioneers of crypto, um, in TikTok and social media, for that matter, literally just for social media, being one of the original ones that took the initiative to talk about crypto, where do you yeah. where do you see this going for yourself and for anyone else that comes in for the space in general? Where do you see crypto and information being um, for everyone else? Like, how is it? How do you, <laughs> how do you pitch? Do you, did you do, do you think about that at all, or or do you have any advice you know, for anybody? I- I've always so advice wise is you know it, there's no, there's nothing confusing. Just get started. If you, if you are passionate about crypto, bro, just start talking about it. Mm-hmm. Start talking about. It. Don't put your don't put pressure on yourself. Just talk about what you're passionate about, um, and literally connect with your community as well. If you have people commenting, asking questions, always reply to them. That's just one thing I live by. I'll always reply to everyone yeah. in my comments, uh, or at least try to get back to nearly everyone in my comments. <laughs> Um, bots, when, when people are asking questions, Those yeah, bots it's just, it it's you. a little thing, <laughs> but in, reg- in regards to like where we're, where we're going with the space, you know, I think we're in such a privileged position. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I always have to, you know, uh, remind myself of this, of how much of a privileged position I'm in, um, being that, you know, I, I state nearly every day, how early we are in crypto. We've spoken about it. Um, and you know, to be in a position where, you know, I have nearly 200,000 people following me um on tiktok and i get to talk about it bro i am like you know i have a voice in an early sector or an early Mm -hmm. space that hasn't even fully developed yet so i it literally get to grow with crypto do you know like that's dope to me so to say where i'm gonna be i i couldn't i couldn't give you an answer you know i have a goal you know i really i want to be the face of crypto for the uk Mm -hmm. my my goal is to provide value and help people um so you know literally like i said man i just i'm blessed and like i said yeah truly blessed that i get to grow with the crypto space um so i'm just as excited just like we want mass adoption yeah. i'm excited to see how i grow with it as well you know i think like in 10 years it'll be like how gary v pulls up clips from when he was saying things yeah you're gonna, or just say everything now say yeah, everything now you're gonna be like that yeah. it, oh, yeah. i think whoever gets into crypto early enough i know for sure you're gonna have a lot of content to pull up 10 years from now you're like, yeah. I said that. I said that too. Yeah, <laughs> Gary Vee, he's actually the king of that stuff. He's a and he looks so funny. Like in, in 2008, he's just talking uh, the same person to Bro, this day, the same person. And I'm like, whoa, this guy saw I, I the didn't future, even, you know? You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you <laughs> just, that's what I'm saying, say everything now, yeah. record it and clip it for later. And, you know, you, you can be a Gary Vee in the future. Man, that is proven track record. Man, I, I once again I want to thank you for for coming on to the podcast. Um, I feel like no, thank you, man. This, this has been dope. Yeah, I feel like an hour is not enough. I know you got things to do. Um, hopefully get you back <laughs> on uh, some some. Uh, I know it's getting like dark over there. Hundred percent, man. Gotta this, get like you back said, this on. This been awesome. I'll be happy to come back on. Yeah. So everyone, I'm gonna link every everything in the description. Follow him on TikTok, Twitter. It's is it crypto with Leo? Crypto with yeah, crypto with Leo on everything, uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, TikTok. Gotta, gotta get those domains too, the .eth and all that, the .x. I haven't actually got that yet. Um, I, I probably need some slack in, <laughs> some, and I probably someone, shouldn't. Have someone will get it. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to put that on air. Someone will give me any ideas. I'll tell you off air. <laughs> but um, so no, actually, I know I, I need to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, once again, thank you for coming on. Um, I will have this be uploaded today and. We'll gladly have you back on at some point in the future. Everyone go follow him on TikTok, 100%. Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. Once again, thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, I'd definitely like to say as well, guys, thank you so much for, for watching this. I've even, I hope you've enjoyed our conversation. Um, and yeah, this, please take away the main things. If you want to start creating content, start creating it. And don't fall asleep on this space, man. Take some action. You heard the man. That's how we're going to, you heard the man. That's how we're going to end it. You guys have a great rest of your day. See you guys in the next podcast. Later. Peace out.